A few weeks ago, I show up. A few weeks ago, I showed that I helped produce had an internal discussion on which podcast host to use. Now, this began as a discussion on how to address some issues that we were having with a player that we purchased to play the episodes on the website for the show. People were coming to the website and they were just had some problems with some of the features on this third-party player, and so we had to have a discussion on what to do about it. Well, someone in the email thread thought it would be a good idea to bring up the idea of leaving the show's current podcast host, which is Libsyn. Uh, evidently, they had some sort of external dialogue with a sales rep from another company, and this sales rep was persuasive enough to plant the idea that making a change might be a good idea. Of course, asking a sales rep from a podcast host, a uh, podcast hosting company, I should say, if they should switch to their company is kind of like asking a tire salesman if you need new tires. Even if the tires you have are perfectly sound, there's always some reason to upgrade the weather, the tread, whatever. Well, being the resident expert on podcasts with this particular firm, I strongly advise them to nist thing in the world, but it's solid, it's reliable, and it has great customer service. I have zero affiliation with Libsyn. In fact, the clients that I service outside of this, this other client, uh, when they ask for my, op uh, my opinion, on who to go with a podcast host, I tell them to go with a different company, a company called Captivate. A lot of really good reasons to do that. But for this particular show that has been around for years and years, I advise them to stay with what has worked for years and years, Libsyn. Libsyn was not the problem with this issue that we were having. And so starting up a dialogue at, that had to do with leaving Libsyn for a different company uh, would have been futile. Now, I'm sure that this company that the, the person was thinking of to, to go to, to leave Libsyn and go to this other company, I'm sure that they've got a bunch of bells and whistles. I'm sure that they've got a lot of features that look uh, cool. They look like they're hot stuff. I get it. A lot of, there's a lot of new startups that, that think that they, that, or they want to uh, posture themselves as the best or they're trying to sell the features over good old reliability of Libsyn. There's a lot to be said for loyalty in business. A lot of businesses start up and they think that flashy features, a stunning layout, highfalutin this, stunning that, somehow equates to longevity, but it doesn't. What does equate to longevity in business is showing up for work every day in your clunky old workhorse car, so to speak, just doing the work and treating people right. Now, the reason I'm sharing this story here is the crux of the dilemma that this client and the team had was how to optimize the website for mobile use. People were accustomed to downloading the episode from the website, from the player on the website, so that they could listen to it throughout the day. Now, if you're not in podcasting, if you don't host a podcast, you may not realize that people like that, listeners like that, are absolute gold. Uh, these people don't listen to the show from Apple or Spotify. They do on the actual website for the show. Any podcast host will tell you that almost no one listens to a podcast from the show's website. So if people are going onto the website 
on their mobile phone and they want to download it, well, you'd better give these people some special attention because they're certainly giving you special attention. The game in podcasting is to have people listen for free on Apple and then you give, give them some sort of carrot leading to your website where you can eventually get their email address. It's good to have them subscribe on Apple or Spotify. That's fine. Game. That only helps Apple and Spotify. You want to do that so that they'll keep listening to your show and in hopes that they'll one day visit your website. That's where you can really uh, have that relationship with your listeners. At least that should be your end game. Now, websites are great, but ultimately that's not where people are consuming content. The vast, vast majority of it is consumed via an app like Apple or Spotify. It's why I'm so heavily invested in a mobile app that I use to promote this podcast and my business, Committed Media. We have a couple of other shows, Trumpet Dynamics and Musicpreneur.com. We don't even pay for websites for those. We just use the website that our host, Captivate, provides. And it's simple, but it looks fine, and it does the job. It gets people aware of our show and gives them an opportunity to subscribe to the newsletter, gives a free offering in exchange for that, and that's all we need. The business that I've partnered with for this mobile app is called Learnistic, and I've been with them for going on a year, and I'm just now uh, going full, full speed ahead with promoting it, promoting my app, and if you want to check out what I'm up to, send me an email, maestro at podcastartistry.com, or check them out at uh, learnistic.com. If you have a business that you think can benefit from having a presence with a mobile app without spending the tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars that it requires to have a mobile app, this might be something that you want to check out. It's not cheap, but it's not inexpensive either, if you know what I mean. Very sound investment in the future of your business. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Check them out, learnistic.com. If you have any questions, if you uh, want to learn more or help me and my team get you set up with it, uh, we know it very well and we can we can help you out. Send me an email, maestro at podcastartistry.com or check us out on the web at committedmedia.org.